Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life, looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there. How to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams. How to build beautiful relationships with people around you. How to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut. How to shift through fears and let things be easy. And many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. Are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to the Joyce to Be podcast. How have you been? Today is the book club episode and we're going to talk about Genevieve Rackham's book, Sexy Money. Such an amazing book from such an amazing teacher. My God. I read it, I think, either in the end of December or in the end of January of 2022. And now I was rereading my notes and I was like, oh my God, I want to share this and this and this. I picked six, I think, quotes, but I am going to talk about three and maybe share the other two just because if I actually share what I want to share, I will just talk about the whole book and, you know, you have to buy it and read it for yourself. Okay, maybe four, maybe four, but we'll see. So I've been following Genevieve's work for years and um, she is a really good teacher, like really good money coach. She's money coach, business coach, and I really love the book. It's small, but it's so filled with amazing ideas, inspirational ideas, that it's a book you will want to read more than once, for sure. And so, yeah, today I'm going to share with you three ideas, maybe four, that I really loved and that I had time to implement since I finished reading this book. And the first quote that I want to share is, I will first read the quote and then we will talk about it, okay? So the first quote is, we will often quote-unquote predict our future when we are activated by something that takes us out of the present moment. Make it the ultimate truth even when it isn't and make decisions in alignment with it. For example, the fear if you spend this money, you're going to run out. So many just won't spend it or invest it or do it and activate their deeper fears that can be and get to be cleared and shifted. This is such an amazing idea. Just think about it. You always act in the alignment with something. Abraham Hicks talks about it too. You always act, you always receive so-called inspiration based on what you are in alignment with at the moment and you can be in alignment with your desire or you can be with an alignment 
with your fear. And based on that, you will create your reality because based on that, you will receive this quote-unquote inspiration, right? Like, if you are aligned with your dream, if you're thinking about your dream, your desire, if you're like manifesting it, if you're being in the energy of this desire, you get inspiration, you receive inspiration based on that desire and you act on it and you create from that energy. But if you're thinking about what you're scared of, if you're deep in your fears, if you are listening to your limiting beliefs playing in your head on repeat, you receive inspiration based on those fears and like the inspiration you get is to hide, to, you know, run and save yourself. And you start taking action based on fear and you create from that energy. And what do you create from fear? More fear. And what do you create from true inspiration, from acting on your desires? More inspiration, right? New desires, new opportunities. It's creating on low vibration or high vibration. And like the choice is yours. And this is why Abraham Hicks always say, don't act when you feel bad. Don't act when you feel bad. It's just that you will receive inspiration based on your fear. And when you act from the energy of your fear, this is something that will create more luck for you, more fear for you. So feel better and then, feel better and then, find a better feeling thought feel better, and then receive inspiration, and then act on it. This is why feeling good should be your most priority. It should be your first priority. Because again, as Genevieve said, we will often predict our future when we are activated by something that takes us out of the present moment, make it the ultimate truth, and make decisions in alignment with it. Make it the ultimate truth when it's not. Like, for example, when you're scared. I remember this example because I was talking about this on my Instagram live, on my Russian Insta, where, like, I, f I was playing in the energy of my desire and I got this inspired idea to start an Insta live. And I don't usually do those. So I was, like, nervous. And I was like, mm, I'm scared, but I kind of want to. And I know that it's this inspired idea so maybe I should this ended up being an amazing life like so valuable and then I was giving this example right there in that live that I was playing in the energy of my desire and I received this um, idea that I need to start a live stream and I could like I had these fears in my head that what if what if no one comes what if Instagram doesn't work what if uh, I will act stupid. What if, I don't know, something, what if troll shows up and be mean to me and make me cry or something like that? I had all those fears, but the desire was stronger and my desire to act on that inspiration was stronger. And so I decided to give it a try because many times before I didn't act on my inspiration and nothing happened, you know. So I wanted to see what's going to happen if I do act on my inspiration. And it turned out well. But I could choose any of those fears as my ultimate truth when it wasn't and act in alignment with it. I could choose to believe that trolls will come and be mean and I would be like, oh, 
then I would probably, it's probably better for me to record a video and just publish it and not deal with trolls on a live stream, you know. And then I would make a choice in alignment with that fear and I wouldn't start a live stream and I wouldn't talk to people that I talked to and I wouldn't have as much fun as I did. Or I could choose to believe in the fear that no one will show up and I would again decide that maybe then I shouldn't. Maybe uh, I will record a video and upload it on my YouTube and that's it. And that would be me again acting in alignment with the fear and this is what we usually do. Like, this is what we are taught to do when... I don't remember who exactly told me that, but I remember this advice from my childhood that you need to think through everything seven times before acting. And this is what they teach us, you know. And usually when we think things through, when we don't prioritize Acting on our desires, acting on our inspiration, uh, thinking through usually means evaluating all the fears, all the pros and cons, and by the time we're done with it, we kill our desire with our doubts. So don't do that. When you want to do something, ask yourself, are you right now in alignment with your desire or in alignment with your fear? And get back to the alignment of your desire. Ask yourself, how would it feel if you already had it? Be in that energy and wait for inspired ideas to come when you're in that energy. And just be in it because it's just, it's, it feels good. Why not be in the energy of your desire when it just feels good? I talked about it in my previous episode. So if you haven't listened to the episode 34, go listen. It's gold. Okay, quote number two. Ultimately, you have to ask yourself, do I want this to be true? And if the answer is no, then it isn't and doesn't have to be for you. Ask yourself if you want it to be true. And if the answer is no, then it doesn't have to be true for you. We often forget about it. We forget about it all the freaking time when we've been operating on some limiting belief, on some programming for a long, long time, we take it as the ultimate truth when it's not. Nothing in this world is the ultimate truth. People create their realities based on their beliefs and they have so different beliefs. Like, what you believe in works for you. It's that simple and at the same time that complicated. Because I remember... Earlier in my life, I wanted to know the ultimate truth and I was like doubting everything and I would read a book and find beautiful concepts, but then I would kill them with my doubt because what if it's not true? And here's this different author who says that it's not true. And like, and what is true? I remember one dilemma that I had, like there were teachers who said that you need to go forward and like don't pay attention to obstacles at all. Like if you want something, just go for it and just go for it, you know. And if something stops you and like if you have some difficulties, issues, challenges, don't pause, don't give up, just go and go and go because you may give up right before it would work for you if you didn't give up, you know. And there were different teachers who said 
if it's hard, then it's not meant to be yours because your life gets to be easy. And I was like, which way is it? When I want something and it doesn't work and it doesn't work and it doesn't work and it doesn't work, does it mean that it's not meant for me? Should I give up? Should I stop trying? Because the universe is trying to give me a sign that I'm, I'm going for something that is not meant to be mine or that I don't really want in the whole truth, if I'm being honest with myself. Or does it mean that I need to keep going because like, this is how I show the universe that I really want it? Well, now I have a third um, opinion about this. That if you want something that is meant to be for you and you can make it easy or you can make it difficult. I mean, you can, it can be difficult for you, but you can make it easy because your faith is what and your belief system is what make it difficult for you. It's not the universe testing you. Universe loves you unconditionally. It doesn't test you. But you sometimes don't believe in yourself and don't accept help from the universe. And you just rely on yourself. And at the same time, you have this belief inside of you that if it's easy, then like there's something wrong with it. You need to work hard to deserve it. Or if something, if you receive something easily, you don't feel like you're worthy of it. And you are scared that it's going to be taken away or something like that. Like, if you face challenges, ask yourself, do you actually want it or not? And if you still do, then keep going. And at the same time, work on making it easier for yourself. And this is how it's done. Why am I talking about this? Ultimately, you have to ask yourself, do I want this to be true? And if the answer is no, then it isn't and doesn't have to be for you. Oh, yeah. So everyone believes in what they choose to believe. But a lot of beliefs we choose unconsciously because somebody taught us that and that somebody, like, we loved that person. That that person was the authority in our life when we were kids. And they taught us something. And now we're suffering because, like, what they taught us is conflicting with our desires. And we have to learn, we have to teach ourselves to choose different truths. This is a reminder for myself too, because like I work on my mindset and work on my mindset and then some programming comes up and I'm like, oh, yeah, like everything up until now was working and now I remembered some universal truth, which it isn't, about life and now like I feel stuck. Why are you feeling stuck? Because like this can't be done. Why can't it be done? Well, because... Well, I don't know, because I was told that it can't be done when I was a child. Haven't you done it multiple times since that time? I have. So why do you keep believing this? Well, because my dad taught me that. <laughs> or my mom taught me that, you know. I think this idea should, it should give you a relief. That if you have some truth in your life, which makes you sad, ask yourself, do you want it to be that way? And if the answer is no, then it doesn't have to be true for you. Choose a different idea. Choose a different truth for yourself. 
and choose to believe, decide to believe in that truth. Use it as your affirmation until you believe it and live according to it, like act in accordance with that new truth. Oh my God, I just inspired myself. (laughs) Okay, the idea number three, when we don't give our mind the option for it not to work, it will use all of its resourcefulness towards it working instead of preparing for plan B. This is the teaching that I hear about when I hear teachings about how to raise your vibrational energetic minimum. And um, this is something, ooh, I don't know how, um, remember the episode that I recorded about the negative energy, how to protect yourself from negative energy? I'll tell you, it's the episode number four, it's the episode number four, how to protect yourself from negative energy. There I shared how I, once and for all, freed myself from like some very limiting and very scary belief system that I lived in for decades. I shifted it just because I had such a strong willpower that I... um, Okay, long story short, I was raised with this belief that people who are jealous of my successes can curse me. And we had a special person who we called like once a month maybe to clear our energy uh, because like we were scared of curses or jinxing or like whatever. And since we believed in it, it worked for us. Like all of a sudden I would feel bad. I would have fever for no reason And I would just be completely useless and I would be scared. And we would have to call the special person to clean my energy, our energy. And um, it doesn't just end there. Because when you live with this belief, you are scared of people. You're scared of sharing your successes. You're scared of sharing your pictures online because you know about this weird rituals people do on, on each other's photos. And, like, it was a scary reality. Like, I'm laughing at it now, but back then I really believed in it. I lived in it. And it 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 was terrible. It was very scary. I was scared for my life nonstop. Like, I couldn't trust anybody. I couldn't talk to anybody. I didn't have friends. That was a lonely period of my life and then one day I decided to put it to an end you know I was like I didn't know what to do I was so scared I felt bad and I didn't have money to call like to ask that person for help who was clearing my energy and I was crying and I went on the almighty YouTube and typed in the search box how to protect yourself from negative energy or something like that And there was this medium, this man was sitting and looking straight into the camera. Like he was so, like I remembered his posture, his pose, because he was like so powerful, so sure of himself. And like he was looking openly into the camera 
And I was scared of doing that, you know, because I was scared of like showing up like that in this energy, because like, this is the energy of a powerful, successful person. This is why I remembered him, like his pose. I remembered how he looked. I remembered everything about him <laughs> um, because I was powerless. I felt helpless. I felt like, you know, hopeless. And he was sitting there saying that if somebody is doing that to you, if that happens in your life, if somebody curses you, if somebody like with their negative energy is draining your energy and ruining your life, it's because you let it happen. You let them into your field just by thinking about it, just by accepting this idea that it can happen. You're letting it into your life. You're doing it to yourself. His speech was so powerful that back then I was like, I think I even journaled about it. Ooh, I wonder if I could find, I will find that entry and reread it. I was like, if I'm doing this and something in his posture, you know, something in, in the energy of that man was so trustworthy, I, I chose to believe him. And I decided back then that if I'm doing this to myself and if by just thinking about it existing, thinking about the possibility of it, I'm letting it into my life, then from now on, I choose to not do that. Then from now on, I choose to not believe in it. It doesn't happen in my life anymore. People cannot hurt me with the energy, the energies, the energy. And I live in a world full of people who love and appreciate me. I live in a world full of people who love and appreciate me. My world is full of people who love and appreciate me. I, like this affirmation was on repeat in my head day and night for three months, I think. I think I all the time changed that number. Like I can't really remember. Uh, it took some time, but I was so stubborn, so decisive. I made that powerful decision that day. And I stick to it, you know. And my life started changing. I stopped being scared. I stopped uh, getting unpredictable, unexplainable symptoms. And I started making friends. And like I talked about this more uh, on the episode number four. So go listen to that one uh, if you're interested. But that was the time where I just, like, this was a very powerful example of when I just decided that, no, we're not even going to that uh, thinking patterns. It doesn't exist in my life anymore. Like, we're not even going to think about it. We're going to think about, like, that our life is full of amazing people. And you start thinking differently. And this is exactly like the... Um, demonstration of that idea from the book, from the sexy money book, that you stop even playing with the idea of plan B. You don't give your mind the opportunity to go there. And this is when it uses all of its resourcefulness and power to making plan of how it can work for you, you know. This is so powerful. And also when I just named the the name of the book, <laughs> the title of the book, Sexy Money, I realized that I shared with you three ideas and none of them are about money. <laughs> but actually, 
like these ideas are universal and like everything I said listen to it again and think about money when we talk about it all the examples with the money mindset it's the same like let me get back to the first idea Uh, we will often predict our future when we are activated by something that takes us out of the present moment make it the ultimate truth even when it isn't and make decisions in alignment with it when we talk about money we do that when we're like oh my god money is gonna run out oh my god Uh, I will not get more money if I spend it on this. Or like, oh my God, I'm not ever going to make that amount of money. And then we choose to believe in it as the ultimate truth and we act in alignment with that. Quote number two was, ultimately, you have to ask yourself, do I want this to be true? And if the answer is no, then it isn't and doesn't have to be true for you. It's the same. Like, do you want it to be true that money is only available through hard work is only accessible through hard work do you want it to be true that rich people are greedy and if you become rich you will become greedy do you want it to be true that somebody will come and take away all your money because you're not worthy of it if the answer is no stop believing that bullshit do i have to now make an episode explicit because i said bullshit Can somebody please tell me where can I find this list of words that make your show explicit? Not sure. Because I was like, you know, bullshit. English is my second language. And for me, bullshit is not like a cuss word. It's like bull, which is an animal, and his poop or her poop. I don't know. No, bull is a he. So, like, it's not a cuss word. Is it? I don't know. And then the third quote, when we don't give our mind the option for it not to work, it will use all of its resourcefulness towards it working instead of preparing plan B. Again, like, if you knew that money for sure is going to come, how would you act? You would totally act differently in alignment with that idea. Be powerful, make powerful decisions. Because when you act in alignment with your desire, you create more opportunities and magic in your life. Okay, and there are two more quotes that I wrote down. And let me first read them both to you. And then I will decide if I want to speak more or like, of course I will, right? Okay. The idea number four is you have guidance inside of you that other people can't feel because they aren't you, which means they don't want what you want, the way you want it, and they can't feel the guidance of your inner fuck yes. Okay, this episode is explicit now. They can't validate it for you, only you really know because you can feel it. This is so powerful too. Because we are taught, again, from our childhood to not trust our desires. Like I was, it was my example, this was, this was my life. I was taught by my parents that they live longer, they are older, this is why they are more experienced, and this is why I should listen to them at all times. And they've been projecting a lot of poop on me. And like, I know they did their best and they tried, they, you know, they loved me and they wanted to take care of me and they wanted to protect me and all that. Yeah, I know. I shifted a lot of the stuff, but 
I was not taught to trust my guidance system. We don't teach our children to trust their guidance system. And this is why, like, at the age of 28, they realize that their parents are not always right. And they're like, like, the whole world collapsed because of this. I'm talking about myself, obviously. (laughs) I trusted my parents so much. I thought they know everything. And it turned out that they don't know anything about me. And again, I was talking about it somewhere. I have an episode... Uh, called my story oh is the episode number one introduction how my personal growth journey began this is where i shared how i realized that my parents are not always right and then we learn to doubt our desires because like somebody knows better somebody sees it differently somebody did it differently and it took me a while to learn to trust my desires. I think I'm still in the process of trusting my desires and of trusting my way. This is the reason why I, for a long time, was scared of hiring coaches because I was scared that they will tell me to do something I don't want to do. They will make me do something I don't want to do. If I tell them honestly what I want and they will be like, Okay, this can be done only in this or this way you choose. And I don't like either options. And this is why I was not hiring coaches for a long time. So yeah, you have guidance inside of you that other people can't feel because they aren't you. Which means they don't want what you want the way you want it. And they can't feel the guidance of your inner fuck yes. They can't validate it for you. Only you really know because you can feel it. Trust your vision. Even if it wasn't done before. Even when the way you want it, like you don't know any other person who would do something the way you want it, how you want it, with the vision that you want. Trust your guidance. And I talked more about this In the book club episode, uh, when I talked about Esther and Jerry Hicks' book, Money and the Law of Attraction, I have two episodes. The first one is the episode 33, book club. We grow, change, and evolve much faster than we think we do. Oh, wait a second, it's volume two. Where is volume one? Feel good first, act later, insights from money and the law of attraction. Okay, it's either that one or that one. can't remember. It's either 23 or 33. And there I talked about that you don't have to wait for somebody to fulfill your desire so you could believe that it's possible and then do it. You can just trust your desires and do it. And the thing number five, the idea number five that I want to share with you is so beautiful. Oh, my God. I think I would just read it to you and not really talk much about it because, like, it's so beautiful and I want you to just hear it. But we'll see. I had to make the loudest voice in my world my internal voice, louder than the people around me, louder than my own fears, doubts, and insecurities, the loudest voice of all. And I had to make my most real vision, the one I saw inside of myself, more real than what I had always thought, felt, and believed about myself, life, money, and what I could have. More real than my past experiences, more real than what I saw around me, more real than what others told me and showed me. I had to do this without absolutely any evidence in my external world to validate my internal vision. 
and do this without needing any support from those around me, who many were well-meaning and some weren't. I had to decide who I was anyways, who I would be either way, and what I would have and create regardless. Not everyone will get it, and that's okay. You guys, did you feel it? Did you feel it? You have to make your voice of it's gonna work for me the loudest voice. You have to make the vision, that vision that we talked about in the previous quote, when we talked about the previous uh, idea, the previous quote. You have to make this vision the loudest, the clearest, the truest, the truest guidance for you. Do you feel it? Do you? This is so powerful. And this is what I want to leave you with today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you found something useful in this episode. And if you want to say thank you, like if you want to encourage to cheer me up, please leave a review on the platform that you listen to my podcast. podcast. <laughs> and like if you want to reach out, I'm on Instagram, Dash Talks. It's my Russian account. I create content in Russian. But uh, like basically this podcast and my blog joystobe.wordpress.com are two things, just two things, the only two things that I do in English. The rest of my content is in Russian. But if you want to reach out, if you want to write to me, if you want to talk to me, please send me a DM on Instagram, Dasha Talks. And yeah, I will be happy to hear from you. And uh, if you want to work with me, I'm a self-love and the law of attraction coach. I do tarot reading plus coaching session sessions that last up to three hours. And uh, I'm an intuitive writer. So this is why I channel like my sessions are usually via messenger. And uh, the first part is where I do the card reading because I channel information with the help of cards and my intuitive writing. And I deliver the information from your higher self to you through me. And then uh, the second part of that session, I'm giving you information and practices and lead you through and shift with you things that need to be shifted to support that message from your higher self that we received in the part one of our session. So let me know if you want to work with me and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Kisses! Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.